come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, where a movie review podcast comes your way every Saturday, whether you're ready for it or not, in our quest for total world domination. Hey, you can help us out with that by going over to wherever you found us and hitting that like or subscribe button. All of that stuff helps us get found by other like-minded folks like you as we spread the word and become the fastest growing movie review podcast in the galaxy these are the internet radio superstars holly sean michaela and i'm colin and tonight we're watching a movie that was chosen by you you you, you, you. all of you apparently all of you everybody yes <laughs> that's right this was the uh we finally come to the end of uh listener choice month this is, this is the number one most requested or voted for movie mm-hmm. By of how, the options that we had. By how wide a margin, Colin? It was a significant margin. <laughs> over the, the other ones like, were like one or two votes ahead of each other, but this one, this one. yeah. So somebody gamed the system. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> To our benefit, we'll find out. We'll find out. All right. So what did we watch tonight? Brain Damage. Directed by Frank Henenlotter. From the year 88? 88. 88. Yep. 1988. Okay. So how do we know Frank Henenlotter? Frankenhooker, basket case. case. (laughs) (laughs) Which both of which we've done on this show before. Yes. Um, So welcome to the wall, Frank and Water. Yay! (laughs) So he belongs there. Yes, he's long overdue. (laughs) So we're going to put his picture up on the wall Mm. and uh, send out his certificate. This is all thanks to uh, well, we came up with it ourselves right there. But Mm. MF Mad, the keeper of the Saturday Night Freak Show Wall of Fame, Mm -hmm. um, has. uh, it will Main be sending that the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so we've done two of his other movies. This will be mm-hmm. the third. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank Henenlotter. Anybody? Okay. So he basically he made Basket Case, then Brain Damage, then he made Basket Case Two. Ah, right. Uh, then he made Frankenhooker. Then he made Basket Case Three. Oh, the progeny. Wasn't that what it was right? called? I think, I think so. so. Okay, I haven't seen him. Anybody Basket Case 2 or 3? No. Sounds like Sean. Uh, I skimmed through, after we watched Basket Case, I skimmed through them. And they look really, really weird. Really? Okay. Really. I'm curious Maybe about it was this. just the Are third one. Are you surprised by that? But yeah, the third one, there's like other different malformed people that he gathers together. And it's All like right. A whole Aren't you thing. talking me into this show? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm intrigued. Yeah, but this is following the tra- trajectory of like, it's alive, right? Yeah. And it happened on the island of the alive by the time you Wait, got the what? third one. That's a movie? Yeah. Wait, you don't know about It's Alive? I've seen It's Alive, but I didn't realize it was like a franchise. Oh, yeah. There's, <laughs> oh, there's, there's, there's trilogy, yeah. yeah. It's Alive, It's Alive 2, and I'm It's Alive a lot 3, of good stuff, Island of the Alive. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, need, I need to see that one first, I think. <laughs> um, so he has a, and I think he did one other theatrical film. Like, there was a large gap in between, because, uh, you know, I think like 1990 maybe was uh, Basket Case 3. Mm. And then uh, I think he, uh, 2008, he did one called Bad Biology. Which is a guy with, about a guy with a detachable penis that 
We you mean awful. the movie like, we just wow, watched? We just watched that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all of his movies are kind of bad biology. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. It. that's like, his theme. We're, we're getting into text here. Now. <laughs> yeah, that's that's his genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, if if you were, um, you know, somebody said, you know, it's like, well, who Frank Henneloter? What can I expect from sleazy New York body horror? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. For something right in at home in 42nd Street theaters. Mm-hmm. But it has like a strong sense of humor. Yes. Yes. Is it like camp or kitsch? Is there a difference? Camp? Kitsch? I would say it's John, whatever John Waters is. It's, okay. it's a like cousin it, to that. It was what it is. Yeah. Would you be surprised to know that Frank Henenlotter's first movie, which I don't think you can find anywhere, maybe a short, played alongside Pink Flamingos. I John. knew you were going to say that. Uh, that knew it. Sounds sense. 100% right. Hey, that, that's, a, that's a kinship right there in yep. those two. Yeah, it feels like it. This is also, I mean, it feels like something like, you know, Lloyd Kaufman, yes. Troma, right? right? I'm surprised, sure. actually, this isn't a Troma movie. Yeah, right. Low budget and dirty. Yeah, and very <laughs> New York. Yes. Mm-hmm. And New Yorkers, I'm sorry we're from the Midwest, but your sense of humor seems alien to us, which is what makes it kind of interesting. <laughs> it's like, who are these people that you get to be in your movies? Uh, <laughs> they go all out. That's for damn sure. Yeah, they do. These are dedicated. They are dedicated people. Holy cow! I wonder how he finds them. If he just knows them from his life, or they're just like, hey, you must feel very loved to to know this many people willing to go he, so far for your movie, yeah. right? Cashed in a lot of chips. Like, yeah. He must be a genuinely great guy because it's like, hey, now I need you for something. Yeah, you ever yeah. Had brains before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think like I don't I don't think the guy what's the guy's name in this one Rick Herbst Herbst or yeah, I think it's Hurst <laughs> Hurst because he later changed it to Hurst yeah I don't think he like did anything else I mean yeah. like most of the the people uh, Kevin Van Henrik or whatever from the Basket Case movies right. like is basically known for the Basket Case yep. movies mm-hmm. um, you know it's like they so they. They just got, it's a very insular group of mm-hmm. New yes. York weirdos who make these movies. I mean, I guess that's what's cool about them, right? Yeah. It's like they're very singular. Uh, does Is there anything that you could compare, like, to prepare someone? Like, if you like this movie, you might like Basket Case, but you can't say Frank Hannon. I was going to say, this is. Uh... <laughs> or not some Basket of Brain Damage, okay. but you can't say a Frank Hannon Lauder movie. Uh, I mean, I feel like you got to warn people about the sleaze first, yeah. right? Like, if you because like the hidden, that's not sleazy at all. Compared it's not to this sleazy, movie. not compared uh-huh. to this. No, like if you got to be comfortable with like angel levels of sleaze, right? Yeah. You know, and I feel like that's Vice most squad. important to know going in. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like people are used to seeing gory shit, Tend but they're not night. used to seeing sleazy stuff. You yeah. know, it's like a sexual, uh, very sexual. I mean, all of his movie. Well, okay, from Franken Hooker, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So there's, I mean, there's I mean, some sexuality. There's elements of that in Basket Case, basket obviously. Case. Yeah, but this one like leans into it uh, quite heavily. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can think maybe society. Know, yeah. yeah, society in that okay. way, or yeah. um, Tend of a Night is good, Sean. I think that's definitely on yeah, the same level. That's grimy, sleazier, but yeah. yeah, I think that is a fit. So the street trash, which we also mm. did on this yeah. show, uh, is a movie that seems to like because street trash. The way I remember it is, it's really skeevy, mm-hmm. uh, very New York, yeah. uh, very dirty, very yeah. dirty, um, junkyard. Yeah, but also 
very colorful gore. Like it's not just like blood squirting all over the place. It's like oh, no, it's, blues and greens and yes. yellows and it's you gooey. Know. Yeah, but yeah. It, this brain damage you'd say also has like a gooey kind of yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching movie. a lot of slimy movies lately. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching a lot that. of slimy movies. Yeah. It's a wet movie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna watch something dry my next. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, this movie's gonna be very dry. It's, it's gonna be dry. February. It's gonna be. <laughs> it's gonna be English. It's gonna be a period piece. It's ghosts in a haunted house. Ghosts. It's gonna be a haunted house movie. Yeah. I'll be like, guys, we're watching Pride and Prejudice. Go with yeah. me on this. There will be candelabras. <laughs> yeah. Lots of wistful women yes. roaming hallways with those candelabras. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I guess we're 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 going into it. What? Uh, what yeah. I mean, because Frank had a lot of. I guess uh, the only other thing that we can say, and you know, you can go back obviously and listen to our prior episodes where we talked about him at length. But um, he, uh, for you uh, DVD aficionados, for the hiatus between uh, Basket Case Three and uh, Bad Biology, he was instrumental in uh, rescuing uh, old. Uh, like 42nd Street movies for the Something Weird Video label. He oh. didn't run Something Weird Video. There was another guy, but like, uh, he Frank Water was like, like you yeah, look at this. And yeah. Finding old, like, sexploitation, exploitation movies and, you know, restoring them and, you know, making sure that they were available. Something <laughs> Weird Video was like, doing the important work. <laughs> I yeah. mean, yeah. That's film history and restoration and, uh, whatchamacallit, just remembrance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think a lot of those are available. If you're looking for them, I think they're on the Full Moon. Full Moon Pictures has like I think they acquired them and they're on their app. So if you look uh, up uh, Full Moon movies, they have because Basket Case was mm-hmm. something weird right. mm-hmm. video release. Okay, so this movie, Brain Damage. Uh, all right, so what do we got going on here? I mean, the cold open. Yeah, is, it's. Throws you right in the deep end, yeah. I would say. Like, there's an older couple in an apartment building feeding something in a bathtub, yeah. animal brains. But like to open, it's it's like a it's like a prominent couple. Like they yeah. look like they're educated. They, they they look sophisticated. They're historians. They're historians. Like the way the he comes in, he, yes. like he's just come from the butcher shop. I expected like that they were like a nice Jewish family and they <laughs> wanted like just the right um, brisket. That's right. that's where I thought they were going with it. <laughs> the marbling is yeah. off in this. Where's yeah. the other guy? <laughs> that's what I thought they were going with. So when they open up the the packaging and discover it's full of brains. And the that. wife is very happy. Well, very yeah. happy about these brains. They look beautiful. beautiful. But he's yeah. concerned because they're smaller they're and small. More couldn't expensive. get as many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the, the one guy keeps asking questions about why they keep acquiring this many brains. Yeah. So I, I you know, that's a, that's, that's a fresh start there. I love this no. because uh, Holly and Michaelis is their first. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had movie. never seen this. <laughs> they didn't know shit about so, it. Didn't, didn't know anything about it. Didn't know. So that yeah. opening, I was like, okay, yeah. you have my attention. Yes. <laughs> so they, the, the lady goes to feed the thing in the tub and it's gone. Yeah. Just there's a thing yeah. in the tub. Well, there we, was a thing. In we the don't know what the thing is. She says they're going to feed Elmer. Yeah. We don't know. Who or what Elmer is. Right. Mm-hmm. We just see a bathtub half full of water and nothing's in it. And but she's freaking they're out. Tearing yes. through the apartment. Like, hysterics is an understatement. The most yeah. aggressive ransacking I've ever seen of a yes. house in a movie. Yes. Like, and only the way a. a- Drug user could. When yes. Just like I gotta find something. I need Going into every little corner, oh, yeah. pulling every book out of the shelf. You right. know, finding like yeah, sugar on the counter. Going, yep, shoving, it. Yeah. shoving plates out of the 
cabinets onto the like crashing onto the floor. Yep. Like everything's right. breaking. It's he threw, he threw that statue up in the air and it landed on the couch. And then he went and like tried to look under the couch cushions while the statue was on the couch. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, you're tweaking, dude. Mm-hmm. You're, oh yeah, yeah, you're not yeah, thinking straight. And so we're like, why they have? Well, they have a lot of like, uh, well, it looked like African folk art all over the yeah. place. Yeah. I guess that's why we're like, oh, okay, is educated, Expensive. you know? Yeah. And then. Um, we know that the thing is small because they're looking in like inside cupboards and trying mm-hmm. yeah. in right. bookcases and stuff like that, uh, looking for this thing. And eventually they're going door to door, uh, terrorizing. Can I see your bathroom? Yeah. Oh, well, that was uh, Beverly Bonner. Uh, for, she was in Basket Case. You remember? She was, was, she, like was a big, she the next one? Yeah, of the yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah. Her. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> apparently we are, thanks to MF Mad, we're putting her on. Oh, show. welcome. Uh, was she also in Frankenhooker? She was in Frankenhooker. Uh, sure, uh, yeah, sure. She was uncredited in that role, but yeah, she was also in uh, in this brain damage basket case yeah, in Frankenhooker. Yeah. Yep. The and Holy I, Trinity. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I want to say <laughs> yeah. that uh, I think she passed away last year, oh, so I think bummer. she has unfortunately left us. But um, Well, she's on the wall now. Forever yep. to be remembered. Yep. For a brief cameo in this film, um, and so they eventually, not finding this thing that they're looking for, go back to their apartment and convulse and uh, at the mouth. mouth. Yep. <laughs> so we know something's up. All right, yeah. that something. Well, at least they're doing it together. Yeah, right. I mean, I mean, that's on. why I was confused at this point. I'm like, okay, are they going through withdrawals, and that's why they're forming, or are they like, like committing suicide together? Is this like a cyanide? They're, they're just situation? drying up. I like, thought it was something where they couldn't be separated and they were dying because of that or yeah, something. Yeah, I was like, like that. Yeah. this is fascinating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the How reveal. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they were like killing it. They were killing themselves together. Because they couldn't find it. They're just like, fuck it. We're going to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. They removed yeah. the back tooth and took the side. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> what I thought. That's exactly what I thought. Like old Nazis who just yeah. like, oh, shit, they're coming for us. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I went there, but that's where I went. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, so what is actually going on in the now? next door neighbor's yeah. apartment so next door we've got uh brian. brian and his brother and girlfriend yeah barbara mike yep mike mike yes. and barbara and Sweet. brian okay. um barbara and brian have a date tonight they're supposed to go to a concert but brian's not feeling well he was fine earlier colin but now he's not feeling well well, I mean, when you say he's not feeling well, he's not feeling well. Like, uh, there's gushers of he wakes up. Well, right at first, it, at first they don't know. He goes back to bed, and then when he wakes, yeah, because at first he just says he he's, like felt dizzy, so yeah. he laid down. Which he haven't sweaty. we all been there? Have you all been like I'm just, like you you're for so sick you're fatigued and you go to sit down and you wake up and it's like hours later and you're like yes. what the fuck happened because yes. yeah you're so fatigued you just passed out immediately yeah i yeah. had covid <laughs> but brian commits the uh well he launches the subplot into motion by saying uh to his girlfriend barbara like well you should just ask my brother Bri- uh, mike, mike to go with you to the concert it'll be fine mike's very happy to hear that yep Still too so, happy. Yep. Yeah, there you go. So Subplot. Happy. You know where this is going, folks. Yep. Sure do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what's going on with the uh, with Brian though? Because like I said, he wakes yeah. up at wakes some up point in, like a pool of blood. Yeah. Yep. This yeah, is like not healthy. Coming from the back of his head, and he reaches back, and he's like, "There's yeah. uh, something that." Uh, yeah, but his sheets his sheets are soaked with uh, with blood. Like yeah. this is uh, like you should call the paramedics. You should absolutely call nine one one at this point. This is just a thing that New Yorkers do. I'm sorry, good New York people. Is this what you just like? You know what? You know, I wake up sometimes. Hey, I understand the not going to the hospital I mean, thing and just be like, I can't afford to go to the hospital right we, now. We saw Malignant. Malignant has a similar thing where she 
probably should have gone to the hospital with her yeah, back of her head bleeding as much at as this it was. Point, if I'm bleeding from the back of the head, and I don't know why, I should probably. Should have yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something is wrong. Yeah, like and already, will come out. He already felt really sick, yeah. and mm-hmm. now he's bleeding profusely from the back of his neck. Like, yeah. dude, maybe go get it checked out. Yeah. Probably not normal. But no, he doesn't. He just goes and stares into the bathroom mirror. But he does kind of seem to think that there's somebody in the apartment with him or in the bathroom with him. Yeah. So he starts calling out to like, okay, yeah. you know, show at this yourself. Point, at this point, his bathtub is now half filled with water. Right. And which he is, doesn't know why. And he didn't remember doing it. So what the hell's going on with this? Mm-hmm. And then we get the first surprise visit from Elmer himself. Elmer? Elmer. Yeah, Elmer. You know, it would be terrifying if you came home and your bathtub was half filled with water. And that's you like, so that's it. some fucking what lights beneath shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it is like that. Is Harrison Ford going to drug me? Right. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. So sorry. So yeah. sorry. Well, who, okay, so, so we've Elmer talked about. shows up. Yeah, who, how and does he show he up goes, and what is he? Hello. He's, hello, Brian. Yeah. Hello, Brian. He's just like, hello. He's so... I, he, I love this so much. He is Bing Crosby. <laughs> this really fucking is. thing sounds just like Bing Crosby. <laughs> the exact way. I was so goddamn confused by this. I'm like, there's a little weird alien penis worm that sounds like Bing Crosby. <laughs> what is brain, happening? Great eyes and mouth. Yep. And just sounds like Bing Crosby. Which yeah. is the best way something grotesque like this should look. This that, is fucking sound. bizarre. But this, mm-hmm. I guess, is what you expect from Frank Henry. Yeah. Yes. yeah. That's is, the thing. Like, that's what I expect from Frank, but it's also, I never know what to expect. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? And that's exactly. the great part about it. I know it's going to be gross, but how is it going to be gross? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I know, but this is the thing that kind of makes movies exciting in yes. a way that you're. Like, I have no and, idea what the And this fuck. weird penis worm just, like, peeks around his head and is like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> and it has, right. so it has <laughs> eyes, um, and it has, like, articulated, okay, so. The, it kind of looks like Meatwad. From, yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, from like Aquatine Hunger Force. Aquatine yeah, Hunger Force, yeah, yeah, it does. The way the yeah. eyes are drawn and it's the way like the a, mouth moves. Like yeah. a tiny little face, yep. but like a big, yeah. Yep, it, it looks like, look like Meatwad. Meatwad yeah. But it is a puppet. I mean, yes. you know, this, it's an articulated puppet. This is yeah. made by, what was his name? Gabe um, Bartolo or something like that? Or? Yeah, created this thing. Yeah. I like to give him credit because he's in the, the thing is in the movie a lot, this mm-hmm. Elmer. A lot, and it's fun. Like, yeah, it's, it's not just a fun. thing that's just a static thing. It's gonna. Say, it's got a personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. God damn it, and it's great. <laughs> uh, the voice is by uh, John Zacherly. He's not credited in the movie. Uh, what? Yeah, no, he's not. That's, that's, that's so weird. Yeah, how do yeah. you not credit him? Well, so he John <laughs> Zacherly is like the world's first horror host, like uh, late night horror hmm. host. He started in the 1950s when uh, uh, Universal was packaging all their movies as shock theater. Mm. So he started a shock theater. That's why it sounds like Bing Crosby. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. but Zachary was like, he was huge. I mean, well, you know, I mean, in the horror community anywhere or whatever, you know, I mean, like he was a big deal because, I mean, he has CDs, he's got records, he made uh, guest appearances all over the place, all the way up until I think like his death. Uh, which was only you know a couple of years ago, um, which horror hosts tend to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He was Zachary the cool ghoul, uh, <laughs> which like according that. to Wikipedia nice. was given to him by uh, Dick Clark, who was the one who oh. like actually called him the cool ghoul. But then he became Zachary the cool nice. ghoul. Yeah. So he did the voice on this movie. 
but apparently he's uncredited because he was a member of the Screen Actors Guild, and this was and this a, is not this uh, is a non-union. So Penn and Lauder was protecting you, you know go. him by mm-hmm. leaving him out of the credits. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so the thing talks. Uh, it talks like not. It's like if not the personality of Niles Frazier. Yeah, we're yeah, in a, yeah, pretty much. We're in a you know uh, but more, parasite, but slug. more calm, mm-hmm. way more calm, much yes. more calm than not. Not neurotic at all. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, it has like demands. I guess that it wants. Like it's very nice to the. To, it's, to it has Brian. demands, but it's not aggressive. Yes. Right. So you'll come to me. Oh, I guarantee it. You'll come to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah. why? Why? His will, confidence. Why? So what? Because what's the relationship? Because he's here? drugs, Colin. He's drugs. <laughs> And he's, he's lived, the pale horse. And he's, and an, he's an alien he's being. He's lived hundreds, if not thousands yeah. of years. He's done he's, this a lot. He's basically like a little penis vampire. <laughs> yeah. But he injects the guy. This is the, the thing. Uh, he he has yeah. like, so his mouth opens up. Could you uh, describe how mm-hmm. this works, Holly? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Act it out if you can. Okay. That would be helpful on a podcast. <laughs> so, um. Fuck that it, for me. It. It un- Bing Crosby unhinges his jaw. <laughs> it like slides down. <laughs> Bing Crosby unhinges his jaw. It slides down. And inside is like pipe cleaners. Uh, teeth like that are wiggly. Teeth, like wiggly, like rubber teeth. Yes. And then also like blue fish hooks. Yep. yep. There's some blue fish hooks. And then there's like this little tiny needle that mm-hmm. comes out. Almost like almost like a little anteater. Like yeah. you know, the tongue comes out. It's like that. And it. It goes into the back of his neck and injects this like blue his juice. Th- it's juice. They they actually call it. <laughs> I his wish juice. they would stop juice. calling it. No, but it's no. Frank Hanna drink would never my stop. juice. Yeah, yeah. drink my, my juice, Brian. Brian. Yeah, yep. I was. I, mean, I, I want to go into a, into a Stewie voice when I say it, just because it's Brian. I know you want my juice, Brian. Yeah, no, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's exactly what it is. So it injects this like blue blue toilet water mm-hmm. into his brain, and there's all these like electrode. Things going yeah. off, all these like f- things firing off. Neurons are firing. Neurons, you know? thank yes. you. That's what I'm looking Electricity for. Electricity is running through. It's what basically, drugs. basically, it's literally acid it, being dropped it's, on its, its brain. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Acid injected into his brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do we know this? Because he goes on an adventure <laughs> to a junkyard. Yeah. A junkyard raid yeah. in his head, <laughs> <laughs> which is the greatest. There's gonna be a lot Woo-hoo! of greatness in yeah. this. <laughs> Just jumping up and he down. There's so lights excited. coming out of cars and stuff. And the windshield is fast. And that's when we meet the star of the movie, the security yes. guard, the man who had my attention for the next five minutes. <laughs> the the, the night watchman. Been, yeah. Yes. The night been watchman. Waiting his entire life for something to happen. He is so serious. Like, yeah. I am so ready for this. Well, it's because of the this, way they shoot it. It's like this he's dude's just like. Running through the junkyard, tweaking out, and this guy's just like eyeing him down, and he is preparing. But himself. he gets fully dressed to do yeah. this. He, he puts a tie on. He straightens yeah. his tie. The gloves. He straightens his jacket. He puts his gloves on. Mm-hmm. Um, puts his hat, hat on. on. Yep. Hat on. He puts <laughs> the hat on, and the gun comes up right next to him <laughs> with a click. He and is like, oh, shit. And he takes that deep breath when he pulls it up too, and goes. <sighs> And you're like, oh shit! And they then, hired me to protect this junkyard. Yeah. Fuck, I'm gonna do it. God damn it! I'm gonna protect this junkyard. It's the last uh, thing I do. Is he Guess able what? to protect protect is, the junkyard? That's what is the last thing he does. Oh, no. he's not, not successful. This is our first brain eating. Yeah. He should spend less time getting dressed and more time <laughs> coming up with strategy. Probably, yeah. Shoot but, now, ask questions. But later. he did not know <laughs> that uh, there was a parasitic brain eating slug. 
about to eat his brains. Yeah, because like true. the thing is actually because he does like try to arrest Brian, but he's like, hey, what? What's a-? he's patting him down, and he right. can feel the parasite like somehow because the thing actually like suction cups itself, I guess, to Brian's back. Yeah, yeah, and then like you know is seen. I guess like a leech. Yeah, moving yeah. around underneath his yeah. clothes and all that, and it bursts out and lunges into this guy's brain and uh, sucks his brain out. Yep. A, mm-hmm. Sucks his brain. <laughs> don't, don't you guys want to see this security guard team up with Charles Bronson in a Death Wish yes, movie? I Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> Be a sidekick. Yep. Yep. I want him. I want to see him come back to life and team with Treat Williams. From the heat. <laughs> oh my god! That's what I want. Oh I my god! I need this to happen. Combining. I think it'd be fun. Dead heat. Well, after uh, so I mean, but I guess Brian doesn't know that this has happened. No, no. he's he very high at when the time. he's tripping out. He has no idea what's happening. Yes, he yeah. blacks out. Yeah, this is how the Almer is. Uh, the Almer is. Uh, yeah. Is, is we're, we're told that it's spelled A L Y M E R. Right. Yeah. A Y L. Or sorry. A Y L M E R. Yeah. A-Y-L-M-E-R, yeah. And yeah. Uh, who? Okay. So there is like a history to this thing. Michaela said he yeah. has like been around for like this ancient thing. How do we know that? <laughs> uh, the professor, old man, original owner, literally goes through his entire history. Yeah. He tracks Brian down and, yep. and just mm-hmm. info dumps yep. this on him. Yeah. And it's Exposition. great. Yep. But it's over the top, like crazy. <laughs> and then he went to yeah. this country and took over this person. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's like all these like leaders from throughout time, like notoriously bad yeah ones. like the, he mentions the borgias at one point yeah like, <laughs> yeah so he's he trying to say like it wasn't the borgias it was it was this aylmer that was yes. responsible yeah. for all the borgias actions yeah. yeah anyone who's been bad in history was really just possessed yeah. by this creature and i love that when they, when alien rasputin it. yeah you've never seen it before but it's been here for years <laughs> and it's mine i yes. tracked it down but An animation comes apparently didn't want to hang out with them anymore probably because they were only feeding it uh, animal brains. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. It wants human brains. Yes. Like, oh my God, you're making him stronger. Mm-hmm. And so Brian goes off on a killing spree that he's unaware of. Yes. Yeah. But he does start to grasp that something is off when he finds blood in his underwear. Oh, well, we. God. Okay. So. This, hold on. The, the line about the blood in his underwear. What does he say to Anwar? Something about. Because Anwar says something about, like, oh, it's it's none of your business or whatever. And he said, well, when it comes to blood in my underwear, I'd like to be in the know or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Is what he said. I don't where like, it comes what? from. Like, I felt something sticky and then there was blood in my underwear. <laughs> <laughs> he seems very innocent about these things that he's finding. Yeah. He's very innocent in general when he's high because then he's having, like, bath time with Elmer at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Which is more on the thing of him just having woo, 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 <laughs> splashing and having fun in the tub. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so fun. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess that's, <laughs> the th- that is the thing that this movie has going for it. There's a lot of like just uh, bizarre, mm-hmm. uh, like out of left field. Because yeah, that one I was cracking up there because <laughs> yeah. it came out of nowhere. She's like, "We're supposed to go out today tonight." He's like, "I'll be there in a minute." Then Elmer pops up and it's like, <laughs> and he's splashing, the- he's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get it, Elmer. <laughs> but it's like uh, you have your best friend can play in the bathtub with you. It's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. Well, he ends.
ends up uh, like going to a Elmer's got him all jacked up on this stuff. So he goes to a club called Hell where we <laughs> yeah. have that. It's like a heavy metal club. Yeah. Is it heavy metal? I think it's yeah. supposed to be. See, it's the 80s. But that to me is like heroin uh, fugue music. I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> but the way people are oh, dressed is, is like a heavy days, metal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. very punk scene or yeah. whatever. And oh, no, uh, those people are all on heroin. Oh, Every yeah. Single one oh, of them. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. but the, except for that one girl who spots yeah. uh, Brian, spots him, but even she's like, "Oh, you're strung out!" Like she's all excited about it. And uh, yeah, and there's also like, "You don't belong here. Like you're wearing a suit, bud." <laughs> yeah, maybe that's why she's like zeros I think on so, it because I'm, everyone else is you know leather and chains and bandana. Yeah. That one guy with the eye patch that has yeah. a giant eye on it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, head He's banging. He's wearing a suit and smushing his. Head up against a speaker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then she says, he's, that guy. Because yeah, he's <laughs> feeling colors. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Because has that scene happened yet? Not yet. The uh, scene where he goes no, out with so. his girlfriend and yeah, explains yeah. her. Okay, yes. we're gonna we're gonna double back to that because no, this is this is after that. Okay, well tell us about yeah, that. That's scene. why he's wearing the suit because he was just out with ah, his right. girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, this is true. That's right. Yeah, they okay, were out they- to dinner, and then he started like freaking out and left dinner because the his spaghetti and meatballs became brains. Yeah, and they kept going. <sighs> 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 yeah. That was the more disturbing part. That was really. It was. <laughs> it was. It was really gross. Uh, every time we look at them, yeah, they're pulsating yeah. little and brains breathing. and breathing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he explains to her basically what an acid trip is. And she's <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, this is It'd be great know- if she was like, honey, you did acid. You're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. But you don't. We, have we all feel this way the day after we do acid. <laughs> we all feel like we have our whole lives figured out. That's part of the fun we of acid. Everything. I yeah. saw the future. Yeah. I saw it as yep. one straight line. Everything lined up and it was beautiful. Yep. Exactly. Well, this is the. the but it's this like is... the darkness shined. <laughs> yeah. He saw the light. Yeah. 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 And then uh, I could smell the colors and all this other stuff. <laughs> and he's going through changes and he's time alone. And she's like, what the hell are you talking about? Then he freaks out in this restaurant, which is very crowded. Uh, New York, very small yeah. New York re- Italian restaurant mm. where they serve. Oh yeah, the best Italian brains. places you can only fit like ten to twelve people in there. Yeah, if, that's what it feels it's like. The rules. And uh, so this, of course, is going to fracture that relationship, right? Where we're seeing that, like, how interested are we on the, in the subplot? Because eventually, this is going to send uh, Barbara, Barbara, yep. Barbara, to yep. into the arms of Mike. Yep. Um, but first, before we get there, we have the scene that the make sure that this movie is never going to get an R rated rating. It's yeah, always going to be uh, yeah. uh, uh, not rated. Um, we're at the club. The girl who picks up uh, Brian takes him out into the alley or the boiler room, I guess. Or whatever yeah. The yeah. And uh, well, what happens there? <laughs> who wants to take this one? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> She takes him outside because I, I don't know what she's feeling exactly at this point, whether she wants to seduce him or she's like, I can take him easily because it looks like he is strung out big time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she proceeds to uh, unzip his pants. Yeah. and she She's is- kind of date raping him a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, she is. But whatever. Um, yeah. And then uh, Almer makes his presence known. Uh, <laughs> she is through his shocked zipper. to see it. 
Yeah. Her mouth opens, and in goes Elmer. <laughs> I don't think and out. I don't think you're painting this quite right. And in. Oh, please, Holly. <laughs> you're missing all the give give him head puns. Come on, Sean is right there. <laughs> they didn't do it. <laughs> I know. We're I was surprised they didn't. Keep it classy. Oh, oh, now now is when we're deciding to keep it classy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a line, Michaela. All right, all right. Razor thin, razor thin jokes, line. They had a fucking yeah. slug that could do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a. In and out, in she, and out, yeah. This is a yeah. full-on hardcore porn scene. Yeah, done yes, the scene. A, yes yeah. it is. Yeah. but it's done in uh, you know fantasy horror context. Yeah, right. But so, that thing is veiny and looks like a big blue veiny cat. It's coming yeah. out so, of his pants. Sure it does. It's yeah. going into her mouth. And he yeah. grabs the back of her head. And we're like, yeah. what in the whole? How the poor can you get away with this? actress? <laughs> that poor, right? poor actress. I can't even. Oh, and the, I hope and this is only one day of shooting. Slowly, blood starts coming out of the sides of her mouth. Oh, it's not. It's it's bad. Well, I suppose that's coupled with the also, like, uh, every time that Elmer... uh, shoots the uh, his juice into <laughs> a Brian's brain. Uh, we get close ups of Brian basically having an, an orgasm, orgasm yeah. from this, uh, you know, the euphoria or whatever yeah. of the the drug in him, and that happens multiple times. Multiple times. But we're also seeing that here, so it's like this is giving him, you know, his his kicks. Uh, he doesn't remember this. Oh, th- it, that scene ends with I think like Elmer retracting from her mouth with her br- with her brain with her in, yeah. in his yeah. mouth, uh, leading to the soiled underwear and Brian going like, "Wait, there's something happening here. <laughs> What's going on?" <laughs> so realizing that there is a danger to society, right? Yeah. Or this is where he's confronted, I think, by the professor who explains yes. like what mm-hmm, is actually mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so then he's like, okay, I have to remove myself from society in order to make it safe from this thing. So he, I rents- think he's more, it's more so he's he, like he says, he's got to get control over it because the guy, um, the professor explains to him, it's like, we controlled it for years and you're going to make it too strong and it's going to take mm-hmm. over and get loose. So he decides that yeah. he's got to. Uh, he's got to beat Elmer. He's got to overtake him. He's got to be in control. So he goes to a city hotel to wait him out, and he gets the fucking <laughs> uh, DTs at this point. <laughs> but it's funny because you know, little Bing Crosby Worm is like, "Oh no, we'll we'll see who caves first. Right. He's all like chill about it, yeah, which is great. He's taunting that's the, him. That's why he's so funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. If he could lean back and cross his legs and smoke a cigarette, he yep. would. Yeah. Well, he, but instead, he just kind of flops. He's in the sink. You need my juice, Brian. La, 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 la. Yeah. But he actually he does. does. You need my juice, Brian. And then I he starts singing. He starts serenading him or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. he's like singing. With a non sequitur song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just words. Which yeah. is all songs. Well, it's like but Elmer's, it's just Elmer's song, which that's what it's given in the credits. But I thought Elmer's it was tune? A, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a Cole Porter tune or something. What? So now you've got <laughs> all right. <him> singing. <laughs> well, of course. Uh, Bing um, Cosby, Cole Porter, yeah, that makes sense. That checks yeah. out. <laughs> As he taunts uh, poor Brian, who's puking all over himself, uh, and oh, it's just the radiator. It's gross. Yeah. yeah, he's got withdrawals, and it's disgusting. Well, mm-hmm. the and he's like sweating uh, brown. It's very disgusting. Yeah, it's like they poured diet coke on him. I know it is. Uh, it's so gross. And at one point, he starts to itch his ear. And <laughs> oh, this is oh, this. Is- I had to look away from this. This oh, shit was really? too much. Yeah. This is too much. Because it went on for so long. It went on a long time. Pulls out just I'll, a little piece. He's like, oh. That's one of the things about. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. 
<laughs> and he's literally like like it's a like, comedian pulling ribbons yes, out yes, like of his yeah, ear. Yeah. yeah, it's the clown pulling like the flags out of his mouth situation. But it's yes. b- brain. It's a brain matter. matter. Brain yeah. matter. Yeah, I think yeah. he's uncoiling. Uncoiling his brain. His brain. Yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, he just oh, it looks hair a little then, hairy too. And oh. his ear pops off. Yep. Yeah. And then once that happens, and this is why Frank had it all right. He takes it to the next level, yes. and then there's like a fire hydrant of blood starts yes. exploding out of this guy. Every scene in this movie like that goes on forever. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. all so yeah. long. So this is like the Austin Powers yes. Uh, yes. school of yes. well, maybe taught Austin Powers. It's like yeah. it becomes a joke right. if it just goes it on can, yeah, if it goes long on enough. Because okay, so it's funny initially, then it dips, and then it comes back around. Right. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, but you have to know how long to keep it going for it to come back around. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you but cut you it off early. Stop, and you have yeah. to stop after it comes back around. Yeah, Otherwise, exactly. you have to wait longer. Again, you gotta wait for the second <laughs> revolution. Yeah, in order to cut it yep. off. So there is timing in this, yes. but they got it. Yep, they did it very well. Well, the ultimately what happens is uh, he caves. He caves. He needs uh, the juice, Colin. Because I thought actually, I knew um, you'd need my juice, Brian. When he, you know, like because it shows him all sweaty and like you know Ugh, he collapses, so and then it cuts to the scene where he has the blood on and he starts pulling mm-hmm. the thing, yeah. the brain out of his ear, and I was like, when he first had the blood, I was like, maybe like we just cut, and now it's like he caved doesn't remember that's what, what I happened when i was like, like oh no he's, he's back in there yeah yeah but no this is a dream sequence because <laughs> this is also something that that we get to see visualized uh elmer when he injects him he gets to see you know like the the uh junkyard all glowing but right. he also has like this vision of his uh, uh ceiling lamp becoming uh, a gigantic eyeball yeah. as the room fills with blue uh colored water and mm-hmm. he submerges in it and stuff mm-hmm. like this mm-hmm. was there a couple other like visions that he had the correct window on the car at the junkyard like right changed there, a bunch yeah. of different colors mm-hmm. and he saw uh, Barbara at one point. He saw her in that predator vision type thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Before he sucked her dry. That's mm-hmm. right, because he's seeing things on a different wavelength. That, yeah. You know, like the humans can't see and experience. This is so. just a different version of uh, Colorado Space. Yeah, there you go. I mean, we're, we're, yeah. we're just following along with that. Uh, oh, is, is this our drug year? <laughs> yeah. Psychedelic films. Yeah. Right. The freak show hits 10. All of a sudden we're like mature and we're getting yeah. into our <laughs> drug years. Okay. So is that what, uh, I mean, basically we're saying that's what this movie is an allegory for. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. And yes. If you couldn't tell just by watching the movie, um, Hen and Lauder quit cocaine to write and make this movie. And he wrote this as obviously an, uh, an output of that what experience. De- what dedication to your craft? Uh, <laughs> it's just great that he quit the drugs and came up with this shit. This That's is, great. So he's saying this is what uh, this is what it feels this is like. What it's like to this come off the of drugs. Yeah, oh, go, even going. Yeah, this is what drugs are like. Yes, they're awesome. The highs and the lows. Mm-hmm. The highs are awesome, and then like the lows are destroy your life. Yep. And, yeah. Yep. Um, cause I mean, obviously it's going to be a, 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 some kind of a terminal kick. I mean, the, you know, uh, yeah. well, I don't know. Is it, Push when we get to the end, we'll find out. I do wonder too, with the juice, is it like most drugs where like you build up a kind of resistance to it? So you need to do more and more to, to so. feel high. I, yeah. I would think so. <laughs> yeah, Have it, any of you ever got, 
gotten as high as the end of this movie? <laughs> I don't know. Michaela's yeah, been that yeah, high. Yeah, I've been that oh, high. Michaela yes. saw me pretty far gone when we went to see Nightmare Alley. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, there's a strange light coming out of your head. I looked at her. I was like, I'm freaking out. <laughs> it was bad. And meanwhile, I couldn't even get stoned. It's, I was like, must be nice. I, I got nothing going on over here. Oh, should have saved it for this movie. Uh, there, yeah, there you go. You'd never be the same. I know, right? Because this seems like, I don't know if it would be uh, better or worse in some kind of altered state. Like, uh, I mean, uh, Color Out of Space, it felt like the... It, it might brings, be a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Color Out of Space also brings the drug with it to the movie. Yep. Like, you just see the movie and you get the experience. Yeah. 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 Especially because sometimes under the influence, time feels longer or shorter and... These scenes already go on right. for so long. That I can't imagine. Went on for twenty minutes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Under the influence, I'm sure. I don't know if I do that longer. again. There's yeah. a lot of scenes in this movie that feel like they go on and on and on. It's felt like I was seeing uh, the you know uh, the visions because at one point I think he lays down and his ceiling turns into you know the cosmos or yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason. There is a reason. Uh, I think when this movie came in, it was at about sixty six minutes. Some would say that's a perfect movie. But yep, the yeah, like when you see shots in this movie where, um, I mean, like you said, feel things feel elongated. Like when the old man's dying at one point, and we'll get to that. But that seems to go on forever. And even the shot of Brian watching him die seems to go on forever. Yeah. I think he put stuff like that. He lengthened scenes like that to pad out the movie. Gotcha. So he was actually padding out the movie in this, and also reinserted scenes like the blowjob scene, which was not in the theatrical version of this movie. Yeah, I was going to huh. say this because uh, yeah. there's a lot of it feels like they're padding for yeah. time. I mean, I was I was sitting there going like, is this, you know, like now we're just accustomed to f- movies that move faster or, you know, were they actually at that point? But I guess you're just answering that. Like, I mean, this, this is like they he, did he, not have enough footage. Right. Or, well, he, he they had the back. footage, but not right. the mm-hmm. story. Like, well, we're going to in lieu of like we could edit this down and make it real tight and everything, but we're going to find a way to make it work longer because we need to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, after um, this scene, wait, which scene were we talking we about? We were at the he- blowjob scene, and then we were—he was confronted by the professor, mm-hmm. and I think that's where we're at. How does he get away from the professor? And well, he went back home. Yeah, because that's where he's taking off his underwear in the alley, mm-hmm. yep. and then the professor comes out of the shadows and confronts him, and it's basically yes. like. We gave him animal brains, and that's how we contain him. You're yes. giving him people brains. He's getting stronger. And then he goes to yes. Then he goes to the hotel to kick the habit. Yep. Then he gets juiced again. Right, because right, he goes, then, he goes that, looking yeah. for like his, a neighbor or something, and then he ends up oogling some muscle bound dude right, in a shower. Yeah. Who we recognized from Frankenhooker. Frank he that's was right. Zorro. He was Zorro. Yeah. yeah. Which, if you haven't seen Frankenhooker, and, and you're what you you're doing? this far along on this podcast, you need to right or wrong and go mm-hmm. back and watch that movie. You need and to listen to our episode on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Zorro from Frankenhooker shows up in the shower, but he and he's is, very he's just like, You okay, man? As he's like scrubbing. He's like, okay, right. wait, I have a question about this shower. Is this a communal apartment building it shower? It seems like like a hostel. That's what it felt like. Yeah. But, I, no, but that was their building, I thought. It just felt like hostels. Yeah. Wasn't that his apartment building? It felt though? like a yeah. communal shower in the apartment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. I guarantee I it. know. I, I, I'm, shaking I'm her just head. like appalled by the idea of yeah. this. I would never fucking move into a place that had a communal shower. Fuck that. I no way. That's why we don't want to move there. No way. New York has these things. Just like, ugh. It makes me uncomfortable just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like. 
Because at this point, he's like, okay, I'm giving in. I'm going to find you a brain because I need the juice. So right. he's like... Hunt- I'll give you my juice, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> but I need to eat first. So he's like hunting for a brain. He meets Shower Guy. Nothing happens to Shower Guy. He leaves peacefully. Right. Then there's like a weird dude in the hallway. <laughs> Not enough brains? Is that why he didn't get... <laughs> is that a comment on Muscle Guy? Maybe. Like, he I don't definitely know. doesn't have enough brains. Is that what they're here. saying? Yeah, I don't Maybe. know. I don't know why he didn't right. become and then, the victim. And then he passed- Elmer actually does like come out of Brian, yes. and then it's yeah. like, "Where'd you go?" Yeah, Elmer. and there's like the weird like conspiracy guy in the hallway. Yeah, but what was the point of that? I don't know. The the only yeah, because he's he's talking about like you know like oh there's like the nuclear oh, yeah. holocaust is oh, coming, yeah. and I'm yeah. gonna like it's a weird scene. Because you're introduced, well, it's not like you're introduced to a character. It's just like a guy wandering. He's going the- on a big rant for some reason yeah. that we don't really understand. I th- what I thought was going to happen was I thought the movie was like this guy's a piece of shit, and it was going to be the Dexter path of like, okay, we'll kill people, but only people that I deserve thought. it. So That's what just, I thought. And it's also it, Venom. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. So, but that doesn't happen. There was no, no payoff. There's yeah. no payoff. He just to goes this. into his room and we never see him again. So you're like, is this just the 80s? It's like all this is, you know, one of those things where like, yeah, the end, it's like a very fatalistic kind of, I guess, uh, you yeah. know. Wait, so Venom is just brain damage. <laughs> it's literally just brain damage. Yeah. Not, not kind as, of. not anywhere as good. Well, but, you, you said it, you know, I mean, but it's, and it was 88. <laughs> so, you know, yeah, Todd McFarlane, what were you watching? When was Venom created, though? Do we know? Uh, well, I'm like, thinking in more the comics? Like, it feels like early I feel 90s. Like the movie is more like this than the comics, mm. per se. I'm just saying, if this movie predates his comic appearance, even though you might yeah, have a case here, Sean. Didn't Maybe. Todd McFarlane create Venom? Am I wrong yes. there? Didn't he? Okay. Yes, yeah. he did. Officially, he did. Okay, so, um, but he ends up uh, attacking Elmer. Ends up attacking some uh, guy in a in a bathroom stall and eating his brain. And there's blood <laughs> in the lung. It takes the process of eating brains takes a while, apparently. It's literally <laughs> there's there literally a crew member with a squirt bottle just like going nuts and spraying blood out how, the top of the, the for a the, long the stall. time. It's a yeah. long time, and it's, it's great. Yeah, because I wonder how you direct those scenes. It's like okay, Brian. I just want you to, like you're watching this and I want you to you can't do anything about it and I'll tell you when it's over you know yeah and so he's like just freaking out for like five minutes going yeah. like oh, oh, I can't do anything about it I can't tell anyone because this is my you know my doctor feel good I can't turn him in <laughs> this is my doctor feel I gotta wait until this is over but he's killing somebody and I hate it so he's just uh, standing there in a towel freaking out yeah I, mean, <laughs> I know it is like a weird it's a weird ask for an actor it which is. is I think why this yeah. guy pulls it off yeah. pretty well this guy does some acting in this that I don't know how anyone could do. Mm-hmm. Like it's, but he does it. He does it. Dedicated man. Yeah, and I, like I said, I don't think like, that he think did about anything how, else. Think about this. trying to get into this headspace if you're an actor. Like yeah. I can't. I don't know how you would do this. <laughs> well, then we have uh, 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 shortly Real after this, yeah, uh, Elmer has been uh, sated. Right, you know, he, he ate the uh, the guy's brain. So, yes. mm-hmm. um, Brian, I I can't remember what happens if he returns to the apartment yes. first or if he is confronted by the old folks again in the alley. I think he goes to the like apartment first, back home, right where he eventually sees. Oh, because Mike and Barbara have decided to make tender, tender love at this point. Yeah, because <laughs> they think that Brian has moved out. They can't get a hold yeah, of him, him or anything. Three days. So there's like, a, a, you know, going along with the theme of this movie that scenes run on way too long. There's a sex yep. scene <laughs> unscored, right? Yeah, no music. Too long. It's just a couple of people 
rolling around naked on a bed together. Yep. Tenderly <laughs> smushing against each other. Yeah. And then and wait. he's just laying there listening. But and then there's a he has another vision. Mm. Oh, the, he, has he has a vision that he joins them. <laughs> right. Yeah, what was that all about? But it's like they're on like an all black sound stage with like stage lights on yeah. them. It was very weird. Yeah. And he's like, so then there's like a threesome. It's like the Barbara sandwich. And then only then it ends up with just uh, uh, Brian and Barbara. Only he has suction cups on his chest. Yeah, because little tiny tiny little Bing Crosby does have little tiny suction cups on his little stomach. Yeah. Yeah. So this, I guess, is what inspires him is like, you know, Barbara could be a target. And I love Barbara. Uh So he says Barbara and Mike. You're yeah. you're you're a couple now, but I, I don't care about that. Yeah, he's like, I don't care that you're fucking. I don't want either of you to die. That's because I like you yeah. too much. I don't want. Yeah, he to loves kill them. You. That's his brother and his yeah. girlfriend. Yes. Like he loves them both. Yeah. He's like, I don't care that you're fucking. I just don't want you to die. He's yeah. confronting them while they're in bed together. <laughs> you should leave. Yep. I should leave. <laughs> yeah. Everyone should leave. <laughs> Sean, I looked it up. Uh, Venom's first appearance was 1988. Oh, so I am. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> something here there it is that's, uh, now let's, you, Todd McFarlane. Yeah, now let's make that investigative podcast uh, the oh, origins of the origins of a venom crime podcast yeah, yeah. where do venom and Wait, brain can you meet? copyright this thesis yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's gotta be some sort of pun name we can come up sure. for this right yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. 2022 saturday night freak show i mean we yeah. just gotta lay that out yeah. we came yeah. up with it um, Venom juice. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so um, the juice is loose. Well, the he juice. does. Go- <laughs> I was I was reaching for a reason. The juice. Was, I was, I was going. Juice. Yeah. Well, Let's say it very serious. But like, yeah. don't wheeze the juice. We'll yeah. return. It, it'd be like if NPR hosted it. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he does confront the old folks again in the same alley, which is yeah, why I'm like, that, that same that oh, scene already happened, or right? But I no. I forgot in the way they shot this movie, um, because they didn't have a second unit on it, they shot, they set up one location, shot everything for it before they can move on That's to the next scene. That's what it felt scene. like. Yes. Yeah. So they're back. In the the old folks again. are like all decrepit now because yeah. not having Elmer juice, uh, they, uh, they're like, we got to have it back or whatever. And they attack, but Elmer attacks them and sucks their brains out. So like, okay. Well, he, he kills the old woman and then he starts to suck out the brains of the old man. But halfway through, Brian like tells him he needs the juice. And he's like, but I'm not finished, Brian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm then, not done. I'm not done. <laughs> and then right, he's, put like, me on your neck, he's like, he's like, I'm feeling sick. He's like, all right, put me on your neck. So he like almost kills the old man. I thought he, ki- he didn't. Ki- he, well, yeah. he gets on. He, uh, Brian puts him back on his neck, and the old man comes out and yeah. grabs it. Oh, right. yeah, oh yeah. shit! Well, then yeah. wait, wait. Then we missed the uh, the subway scene, right? Oh yeah, yeah subway's so, before this. Yeah. Okay, subway's before this then. Oh, because yeah. because after Brian tells them you should leave, he leaves, but Barbara follows him to the subway. Right, because she's like, "What's going I on, Brian?" You. Yeah, and this turns out to be a fatal mistake because yes. he's all juiced up by uh, Elmer, and uh, sure enough. Uh, she kisses him. I think. Yeah. Well, we see a yeah. bunch of scenes where, uh, like, an animated Elmer comes Tries out to, yeah. of uh, his mouth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, there's a there's a a, a cameo mm-hmm. by the basket case guy. Yeah. Uh, who shows up? And sits across with him with a basket. With the basket. Yeah. With Belial. Yeah. I like that. That that's a shared universe. I like oh, yeah. that. Was and nice, I, uh, was I nice also touch. love that uh, Brian freaked him out. 
enough where he had to move from the train. Yeah. yeah. This guy's not right. Yeah. Oh, I need to move down. That was funny. Yeah. Oh, no. That was and a nice he time. gets up and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't end well for Barbara. No, nope, sorry, Barbara. Barbara she doesn't a, make it. She is another dead body on the subway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first of many, I'm yep. assuming. But uh, is there an impact to this scene? I mean, it's shot like there should be, but I mean, it doesn't feel like Brian's totally aware of what he's done. And we he's already said in the dialogue that, like, you know, when I get juiced, I don't know yeah. what I'm doing. Right. So I'm not even sure that he knows that he killed her. No, he does yeah. find out that he has blood on himself. And I think that's the only that's why he goes back to the alley, which I believe is next. Because the alley is his dumping ground yeah, for bloody that's, things. That's where he's taking off his bloody sweater. Yes. So he may not in the, the context of the movie, he may not know that he killed his girlfriend. He yes. knows that someone died. I don't yes. know that he knows it's Barbara. But yeah, because the way this movie ends, we don't really know. I know, but so. I think you <laughs> yeah. need that, right? Yeah. That's important to yeah. know, you know. Okay, but I mean, his right. actions kind of bear it out, even if we're not sure that he, he does. But yeah, the old guy, not dead. Not dead. Strangles Elmer to death. <laughs> yes. As he's doing it, he is squeezing all of Elmer's juice into Brian's brain. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so that he is um, short-circuited, as you yep. were. He, is <laughs> he turns high. into Tommy Chong at the end of uh, Colorado Space, basically. I mean, basically. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah, because, I mean, what, what are you going to do? Your head's, your brain's all full, like, swimming in mm-hmm. Elmer juice. Elmer dies. <laughs> he does. Yep. He just, he's there and dead. Which, like, yeah. damn, hundreds of years of living through dynasties to yep. get taken out by just getting squeezed too hard? That's yep. all it takes. Just, yeah. Nobody ever... Yeah. I guess nobody wanted to, thing. right? Yeah. 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 Nobody, nobody wanted yeah. to kill it, yeah. No, I think that's live. the thing that, that he has going for him, right? right? It's like, you want to protect it because of the reward that you get from it. So yeah. Yeah. Right. But it wasn't until this uh, professor mm-hmm. of ancient histories... Mm-hmm strangled the fucking life out of the thing. <laughs> Which, I liked it, like, the, the puppet, they must have been, like, you know, it must have been inflatable in some oh, way. Yeah. And we see its eyes, like, bulging out. Yep. <laughs> that was yeah. pretty great. <laughs> A lot of personality in that thing. Yeah. yeah. Goddamn. And all of these scenes uh, that take place in you know, we actually do get to see like the 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 probe or whatever the needle yeah. in yeah. Brian's brain, like yeah. close up. You get to actually yep. see yeah. in the brain and the the fluid uh, dispersing and you know creating all these shocks. Uh, so now with his head all loaded up with the juice, uh, <laughs> he Brian starts the bubble. Yeah, he gets one bubble. And then when he charges at home, he gets a bubble on the bubble, which is a great bubble. That's a funnier bubble. I miss old school bladder effects. I don't know when the last time I actually saw one of those in a movie. Right. Yeah. Just somebody's Mm -hmm. face. Just. uh, uh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because now I've seen it before recently, but they do it all CG. Right. Things like erupting on people's faces. This is the old school, you know, uh, rubber, (laughs) stretchy rubber shit. Yeah. so he goes home, and uh, well, then he's going to try and uh, shoot the bubble. Yeah. So, I, okay, but this is the thing that I don't know. The way that I took it, his head is overloading, and mm-hmm. so he's got the old guy's gun, mm-hmm. and so he's trying to remove the pressure, right? Yeah. yeah. He's mm-hmm. trying to shoot a hole in his head right. because of the bubble, but is the movie supposed to be saying that he's somehow aware that he killed his girlfriend, that he's become a monster, that the only way that he can be free of this is to kill himself. I don't think so, because he has it pointed at the side of his head, and then he moves it around to the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he just wants to get rid of that. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I don't think he actually intends on killing himself. I don't think. No, I don't think he's. He's not there. No. Okay, but this is important. I think (laughs) to this character, like he has to realize that he killed it. You know, to have a satisfactory ending, at least to me, I think. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, he has to. You know, because of. That I don't know tragic. that I come to hen and ladder movies for like character growth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't like think that's what I expect from these. Satisfying. Well, I mean, I personally am satisfied with this ending. Okay. What's the ending? He does end up shooting himself and there's a huge crowd outside that has seen him go in and the cops are there and they're all arguing. And then all of a sudden we see, we hear the shot and then just lights, like spotlights flashing mm-hmm. out of the room he was in. And so the cop and I think Mike run up to see what's going on, and they fling open his door, and Mike is just there with a hole in his head. Or Brian. What? Brian. Brian, I'm sorry. Brian is there with a hole in his head with just a ray of light streaming up to the heavens, just going, oh. Yep. Roll credits. Roll credits. (laughs) All right, so you're saying it's satisfying because, well, is it closure? Is he dead? It's, Does he die from this? I don't, don't, know. don't know. Well, I think we're at a point. Well, I don't think life and death is a thing anymore, Colin. He transcends. <laughs> Honestly, as much as I hate that I know what you're talking about, <laughs> I think he does. Because at this point, I don't. life or death doesn't matter. He's got a hole in his head and he's got a godlight coming out of it. Life and death is not a thing anymore. And I'm okay with that. Because yeah. this dude had... A slug eating people's brains. Like I'm not looking for a, like to tie it up in a bow at the end of it with mm-hmm. this kind of movie. That that ending <laughs> makes as much sense as everything else in this movie, and yeah. I'm okay with that. Well, I only ask because an once the once it was like okay, you know, light coming out of his head from the monkey in his back, no longer, <laughs> or he had filled his head full of all this stuff. I'm like, is that just going to keep on? Is this the light escaping? And eventually, you know, whatever. And then we uh, went to credits and. I can't remember if it was both of you or it was Holly. It was, it was like, me. That's it. I imagine he he just shrivels up into like nothing at the end. I was just shocked. I was like, "That's how it ends." That's it, <laughs> right? That sounds like you weren't satisfied by that ending. Surprised. I mean, I was, I was surprised, and I, uh, but I wasn't surprised. I don't know. I don't know that I was not satisfied. Did you want more? <laughs> I don't think I expected more. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, because I guess you're like, well, where else can the plot go? Elmer's dead. So then he, the the host dies also. This is the terminal end of a drug Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, addiction. This is, I mean, for all we know, I mean, they saw it. I don't know. It just, um, it's an interpretation of, of being as high as you possibly can (laughs) and maybe dying. Mm -hmm. This may be his, his death at that point. This like, does actually have like a parallel with last week's movie, The it Color does. of Space, yeah. which basically it goes anyway. back on the <laughs> same ending. Yeah. It's the same ending. Yeah. yeah. I just picture Frank Hanelotter's like, I, I got nothing else. We're mm-hmm. done. <laughs> I know, but I kind of, I wonder if that's like, you know, the fact that he's only made so few movies is like this. These are the the stories that he had that he's like, I got these. Nobody else has them. And maybe you only do have so many movies, you True. know, mm-hmm. or so many stories. I mean, yeah. I kind of I like that because some other directors, you know, they take work for hire. They eventually like they're compelled to do it because like, well, we get, we got another movie coming out and they'll turn out something that's like, yeah, he's like, I have these three right. <laughs> or whatever. He's got five. I'm pretty or sure I can figure yeah. these out in a way no one else can. Yeah. 
All right. Well, uh, <laughs> I guess uh, we're going to find out <laughs> whether or not we would recommend this movie that you watch it. And uh, But first of all, we're going to have to answer some of your mail. And in order to do that, we're going to have to summon our mailman. And his name is Igor. Bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. I think Igor needs the juice. Igor I, is the juice. I, was like, I don't know if I want to see him on the juice. Who knows what he'd be like. Can you imagine just Igor attached to the back of your head? <laughs> I live here. <laughs> oh Igor. Who knows Colin, turn around. Yeah. There's just a full <laughs> Igor on his back that we didn't notice until this point. It's like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. That's why there's five chairs down here, Sean. <laughs> yeah. And plus, what his whole deal, Elmer's whole deal is like, I'm. You don't have to worry about anything anymore. I'm going to take care. I'm, I'll right? do all your thinking I'll do for the you. Mail. Yeah, I'll do everything. <laughs> yeah, little did we know, Igor's been running the show this whole time. Uh, <laughs> every just, time that we're down here, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, well, we should let the uh, good folks at home know how they can participate in this interactive portion of our show by uh, following along on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Freak Show, or Twitter at Sat Freak Show. They can email us Saturday Freak Show at Yahoo.com. Or follow along on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show about tonight's movie Brain Damage. Action Dude writes in and oh, says, my brain cells are a buzz of excitement just thinking about brain damage. Either that or it's a lingering hangover effect from the red beers I consumed last night. Uh, <laughs> Either way. Action Dude sounds like a character from like Cartoon Kablam from Nickelodeon. Yeah, or some yeah, shit. totally. Mm-hmm. I like it. <laughs> uh, G Money says, would you want to experience the blue juice acid trip? Ooh. I mean, seeing the withdrawals, no. Yeah, seeing the <laughs> I mean, it looks like he's having now. a good time <laughs> in the moment, but yeah, yeah it's see, tempting. It's, but. It's, a, it's a cautionary tale. Uh, Adam Kaler says, your horoscope for today. Be on the lookout for a large talking leeches looking to turn your life into an after-school special. Pasta <laughs> will be your brain food for the week. Avoid subway trains as they may turn you into a basket case. And your lucky number is two. Wow. That's delightful. That was Bravo. That was Bravo. nice. Bravo. Good job. Love it. I would like, well, I would like a horoscope for every, <laughs> yeah. every, every week. Thank you. That would be great. <laughs> delightful. Uh, Travis Legler says this has to be the type of movie that would cause the freak show to be created. This is a perfect what the fuck was that movie to watch with friends. Yep. Easy to see why it made the top of the list. I'm very excited to hear what you guys have to say. This almost reminds me of Sean if he had a pet baby graboid. Ooh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. I like that idea. Yeah, I think <laughs> you're the only one who's into that. Keeping yeah. a little sand terrarium right in my room. You just see it jumping up and down. It eats like birds, but whatever. I know. <laughs> but it's got the juice. Uh, Michael Whitaker says for it's a whole brainy- one of the cats. Huh? <laughs> it gets a hold of one of the cats for a ride one day. <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> Old Michael Whitaker says, for a brain-eating space slug, Almer's got a smooth set of pipes. Of yeah, course, it helps right? he's voiced by Zachary, one of the OG horror hosts and radio DJ. I feel bad for the girls on this one. A lot of phallic slug stuff, which I bet is just a joy for them to sit through. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I don't, it's not the first. It won't be the last. You know? like, it's like a, we're kind of used to yeah. it now. Yeah. Uh, Robin Lineman Silverberg says brain damage is a fun movie in a trauma ish sort of way. Mm. Absolutely. Uh, last week we watched a movie called the color out of space. Joey Blythe said alpacas plus society 
equals the color out of space. <laughs> I just watched this and I enjoyed it. However, I'm going to need a while to process. Oh, and the cage rage tomato scene had my two dogs on high alert while yeah. watching TV as well. Yeah. The color scheme of the movie looks like from beyond, but more intense. Yeah. yeah. I, I kept thinking about it after we watched it. Yeah. Like, the next scene. few days I kept thinking about it. <laughs> Oh, wow. That's the color out of space. Uh, Maya Madsen says color out of space is Lovecraft finally done justice. Yep. Bummer about Stanley's personal problems. I was really looking yep. forward to seeing what he could bring to future adaptations. Oh, well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Solid Oaks says, I love this movie. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the previous week we watched a movie called John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, Gary Macon says, thank you guys. Well, three of you like, or uh, sorry, <laughs> says, thank God you guys, at least three of you like John Carpenter's underrated Prince of Darkness, or I might have unsubscribed. Aw, oh. well, I'm glad we made you happy. <laughs> uh, the way you started reading that, it was like, well, at least three of you fucks liked it. <laughs> I'm like, wow. People are really passionate about Calm that down. movie. I know. Yeah, it turns out because uh, Peter Gett writes in and he says, this episode confused me in a way you spent most of it slamming the film but yet at the end recommended it i've always thought it deserves the love that they live gets i think our discussions sound like slamming yeah it's, i think it's a lot we're, we're criticizing i mean like you gotta look at yeah, the it's stuff a that's, it's a critique so yeah. we are like you know we pick it apart yeah yeah but i do that for the things i love and not love so yeah. have you heard have you heard our other reviews because sean does that all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's sean's mo is to drag it and then the recommend time. it yeah Surprise. apparently yeah. there's uh, some annoying shit but i fucking love it. i, I hate it every second of it you should watch it yes, yes, yes. it'll make you feel stuff you should go back and listen to that possession yeah. episode because that oh. one was really uh nelson nascimento says listening to the show on this one it kind of echoes my own experience with this movie i remember being somewhat disappointed on its release and wanted more of a big bang payoff but with subsequent watches i'm not sure how it crept into my top three carpenter maybe too much time with the ooze but i always seem to discover <laughs> something new to appreciate and i dug sean's take on the whole drones of society thing oh thanks I, I dug it go. too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Andrew Bradford says, and let's not. Oh, okay. So we were saying uh, on our social media, if you're following along, that Donald Pleasance had worked with John Carpenter several times, including uh, Halloween and Escape from New York yep. with Darkness. Andrew Bradford says, and let's not forget his acclaimed role in the 1970s Disney classic Escape to Witch Mountain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean,. Which we haven't forgotten, but it's just not I a mean, carpet. dude hosted movie. Saturday Night Live at one point, so, you know, he's done some shit. Mm -hmm. uh, and Chris Huddleston, right? He had. What up, Chuds? Because, okay, so some context to this, because uh, oh. Jameson Parker was in Prince of Darkness, and we, we talked about that he was on Simon and Simon. And Huds says, I was yes. a big Simon and Simon fan as a kid. If you're if you've not seen the shot for shot remake of the opening credits Adam Scott and John Hamm did, it's possibly the greatest achievement in human history. Look it up on YouTube. They actually created an entire adult swim making of special called the greatest event in television history. Mm -hmm. I love that. And we and Colin, you sent this to us in our group chat. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was we, great. And we watched it, and that was fucking that was amazing. <laughs> that was great. That was it's amazing. Perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> Uh, the week before that, we watched a movie called Phantasm 2 and talk spooky to me. He says, oh boy, Saturday Night Free Show. I watched all of these in the last three days. Wow. After wow. episode of the first Phantasm. Here's a quick ranking. He says, uh, one, 
five, uh-huh. four, two, and three. Ooh, wow. I've heard a lot of people actually like three. I've heard three is worth watching. But I feel like what happens is I watch a Phantasm movie. People tell me, oh, just, just do the next one. It's worth watching. I watch the second one. Oh, just watch the next one. It's worth watching. I feel like they're going to do that until I watch all of them. Well, why don't you watch <laughs> At some point, Michaela. Get a diminishing Ma- return. Get ahead of them, Michaela. Watch them all. Yeah. <laughs> At some day. point, you're just going to have to give in and watch those Phantasm movies, being such a big fan of the first one. And you, you like the second one. Yeah, I did. <laughs> right. She says hesitantly. Uh, what? No argument. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you have to watch those? she's very begrudgingly saying, "Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I did. I did. Get off me!" Like, yeah, yeah. Some good shots. Yeah. Well, thank you all very much, seriously, for uh, writing in. We yes. greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Um, and now we're going to go around the table and tell you what we thought of tonight's movie, Brain Damage. Starting with Michaela, you will go first tonight. I knew. All right. I knew you were going to pick her. Well, it's because I feel like I kept picking everybody else last couple times. I feel like Michaela needed to go next. No, I agree with you. It's a good pick. <laughs> I'm just saying. Holly's <laughs> like, that's a horrible pick. I should go first. No. Michaela, what uh, do you think of brain damage? I like Hannah and Lauder movies. I like when we do them on the freak show. Um, I they are like good freak show movies. Yeah, they yeah, are. They they're really they're are. capital F freak show movies. Like yeah. they're S tier freak show movies for sure. And I'm always worried though when we dip back into them. Like, is this going to be the bad one or is this going to be the one I don't like? So far, it hasn't happened yet. I've yeah. liked every head and louder I've watched on the freak show so far. Um, and I I like his sense of humor. He does take some things a little too far for my taste, but <laughs> it wouldn't. But it wouldn't be a sleazy movie if it didn't sleaze you out a little bit, right? Like right. so, it's like. He has a certain yeah. taste. <laughs> <laughs> like, could you imagine just like someone who's not like us watching this movie? It's really funny to think about. Honestly. I know, <laughs> like, like a normal person watching yeah. this movie. You know, I'm like show you something. <gasps> like the type of person that just goes to the theater and is like, "I'll decide what to watch when I get there." That type of person watching this movie, you right. know, their minds would be blown. Like, this is a movie that will change somebody else's perception about you. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is like, like a this. this is like a shameful secret that you like this movie. Yeah. Like you don't go around just telling anybody you like this movie. Like you, want, you want to know the real me? Yeah. Like I've said it before. My dad asks me what we watch every week. Yeah. And if he Mine actually too. if he actually looked into this and saw any part of it, I'd be like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'll, dad, mom, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> My dad will ask what we're watching too, yeah. and then if it's something that rings a bell, he'll ask a couple follow ups. Yes. And once he starts asking the follow ups, I'm like, I'll just cut and be like, Dad, you probably shouldn't listen to this episode. I'll just, I'll just straight up tell him like. You probably won't like some things I'm talking about or what yeah. discussing. So maybe my, you just shouldn't. Thankfully, my but. parents don't listen to it. But when my dad asks me, I always yeah. get nervous. You know what? I tell my dad. I'm like, Dad, you should watch this. <laughs> because my dad would love this yeah. shit and continues to love it. So, yeah, so like that's that where you get opposite. it from. Yeah. yeah, it's hereditary. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah. I I mean, if you know what you're getting into with Hen and Lauder, go for it. I don't, mm-hmm. I mean, they're definitely more fun to watch with a group of people if you yeah. can, for sure. Not sure what it feels like to watch it at home alone and i you know like don't watch it during the daytime you're gonna feel yeah. real gross watching movie yeah, like this during the daytime i disagree watch basket case home alone <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you, i mean you gotta watch it like it's such a unique weird niche part of horror and 80s filmmaking and it's just so cool to see a singular vision and we'll never get another movie like color out of space like i'm still kind of shocked that movie got made you know, like mm-hmm. thinking back on it, that that was something that came out in 2020, you know, because it feels like we don't get weird movies anymore. So definitely go watch it. I mean, 
who knows maybe if a ton of people start watching these movies we'll get more weird ones like this you know if there's a big resurgence in this type of sleazy gross horror movie then maybe we'll get more so don't make a legacy sequel and be fine yeah exactly exactly holly what'd you think yeah no i'm with you i think that you know we're in a we're in an age of horror where there's so much shock horror and it's like well what about funny shock Mm -hmm. like that's the kind (laughs) of shock horror that i'm in i'm into you know like the Hen and Ladder movies, they do it for me. That's the shock horror that I, I can get on board with. So I think these movies are so much fun. Um, it's disgusting. It's revolting. It's hilarious. I, It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, we had fun with Frankenhooker. And, and this one is just as ridiculous. I did not know where we were going with it. I knew nothing about it. It was shocking. I'm glad you guys <laughs> reacted the way you did. Yeah. It was shocking. Um but yeah, I, I think it's a good time. I agree with you. I wish that there was stuff like this made now, because um, it's a shame that we they don't take risks like this anymore. Because it's fun. This is to me. This is what what's fun about filmmaking, right? Like this. Absolutely. Is, this is this is the good stuff. Um, so it's a shame that we don't get it. Oh, we definitely should, and I think you should definitely watch it because it's a spectacle. Let me tell you, um, for sure. John. Um, I can describe the fun ahead with this movie. In only one way. Uh, it's like I was sitting in a bathtub with my favorite best friend, Parasite. <laughs> and we were having a bubble fight. <laughs> and I was just like, woo! <laughs> this movie is very fun. We cackled a couple times mm-hmm. watching this. Yeah, um, it's funny. It's gross. It's inventive. Uh, I'm not kidding. Like, Henelotter, there is a taste to his movies and the fact that I feel like I can almost taste them. Yeah. Good or bad tasting yeah. as they are. But... Uh, it's a unique flavor. Like you feel it's, like you need to brush your teeth. Out. Yeah, like yeah. I do want to shower a little bit, <laughs> yeah. and I'm, well, blech, I'm glad we have modern amenities. Not yeah, <laughs> not a communal shower. Yeah, communal yeah. showers and um and well, who you knows? Who you don't want to walk in the shower and see Zoro standing there. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't. I it could be Zorro's, worse. It could be worse. I think Zoro might be the least of my problems yeah, in that's that situation. True. Yeah. That's true. He seemed very. You're friendly. definitely getting athlete's foot. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Wear flip flops in that shower. Yeah. But. uh it's it's fun it's interesting um i mean you know even at the end like it's not exactly a clean ending but i'm just like i don't give a shit yeah. i just saw what came before this this makes as much sense yeah um uh yeah it was fun i enjoy hen and ladder movies so i think you're right like when do we get to the one we're just like mm. so but again we have the holy trinity uh, uh, I, I recommend this movie as one of them. Uh, they're all fun. Frank so. and Lauder, our father of peace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely watch Brain Damage. That was that's fun. That's good stuff. Colin. Yeah, I mean, I recommend it too. Uh, Colin's like, it, I don't like fun. Well, I hate this movie. <laughs> I will say, I guess if I had a criticism of it, I, and I think it became apparent because of the, uh, you know, what you were saying about it, like it's padded out. There, it feels like you're, you know, spinning your wheels. A lot of uh, scenes that seem like, yeah, I saw this already. I get it. He gets shot in the neck and has visions. Here's a vision again. Here's him going out and acquiring a victim. So I think overall the movie has enough, like, uh, just straight creativity, you know? I mean, <laughs> yes. like, that's the thing that I guess you get from Frank Henenlotter. And I think what mm-hmm. I was saying before we got to Mailbag was, you know, he has um it's unique i mean like mm-hmm. i can't compare this really to to anything mm. it's like that's why you have to see his three you know i'm saying there's three <laughs> I, I haven't yeah. seen basket case two or basket case three but yeah. you know that you've seen basket case so you know that's yeah. going to be a variation on that theme 
Uh, but you know, basket case, brain damage, Frankenhooker. Yeah, this is the hen and ladder hat trick. Yeah, and yeah. I haven't seen. Um, How long were you searching for that, Holly? Were you just it like, just I came know. to me. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Because the alliteration, I'm just like, yeah, she got it. Just but came to me. Yeah. I don't even know if I'd want to see bi- bad biology. It's 2008, and I'm like, I know the technology is going to be that he shot it with, and he probably had no budget, and you know, like maybe just because of his ideas. You know, I mean, that's the thing that. Frank Henenlotter has is like, it's a sleazy, you know, mm-hmm. like he's doing, uh, you know, subjects that no one else would touch. And it feels like, you know, like Literally. Holly was saying, you know, it's like, or, or was Michaela saying, like, if more people watched mm-hmm. these movies, then it might inspire uh, younger filmmakers to like, you know what, you don't have to do uh what everybody seems to be doing right now is like basically competing to be the most like the other movie that you saw yep. uh, mm-hmm. type movie. It's like, no, you can't actually do this. Is there an audience for it? You know, you would hope that we're liking it. We're recommending it to you mm-hmm. that there's people like us who would eat this kind of stuff up, and, mm-hmm. you know, color out of space, Not literally. With, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but I think it is probably the, it's the least of the three to me. Uh, I would rank Basket Case and Frankenhooker. I had better times with them. I had a really good time with this one, but I think those others are more accomplished. So it's the least of the three, but that is still, you know, mm-hmm. this is a unique thing that you need to check out. Mm-hmm. Sean's going to recommend it to his dad? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> if he hasn't already seen it. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, so that's... Uh, Freak Show recommended. Yeah. There you yep. go. All four. For the number one listener choice. And that yeah. means... Rob, thank you. I know. Yeah, thank there you, you go. Yes. <laughs> that was good, great. It was a good year. That was, that was a good, good one. That was a good one. <laughs> thank you very much. You're kind to us. Well, so all good mean? things have to come to an end. Aww. So now... And so uh, we are Sean. <laughs> Thanks, Sean, for that intro. <laughs> Sean is picking next yeah. week's movie. There Sean, you go. what so, are we watching next week? Guys, it's been a tough couple of years. Yeah, it has. Uh-oh. And I Where's think going? we all need a vacation. So okay. I've booked you all a hard ticket to Hawaii. All right. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm ready. I'm, I'm on board We're for going that. on a yeah. trip. Yeah. Yeah. All right, awesome. <laughs> so there you go. I, I've been always saying we got to get Andy Sedaris on this. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now it's going to happen. That's how we start and the big year. snakes. I like it. Uh, hard ticket to Hawaii next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. We hope you'll join us. And until then, the basement is going dark.